Hello, webheads, and welcome back to the Spectacular Spider Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hollingsworth, and welcome back after a week, and I am back with another Spider-Man podcast. And before we get started, I wanted to mention one thing that I forgot to mention last week. So, I think what was it? I think it was like two weeks ago. I think it was for the Chameleon episode. I put up a poll on my Instagram, the Spectacular Spider Nerd Podcast, which you can go follow right now. Um, I put up a poll on there saying, do you want me to review the Venom movies? Which I know they're not technically Spider-Man movies, but Venom is a Spider-Man villain, so I just decided... I didn't honestly know if I felt like it, so I just put up a poll just to see who would vote. And now, but not many people voted. Only two people voted on that poll. And both people said yes. So, not an overwhelming amount of votes, but... Two people voted yes, so I guess that means I will be reviewing the Venom movies. Whether I like it or not, I will be reviewing the Venom movies. But, I mean, because I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say what I think about the Venom movies, but you'll just, just have to wait and see what I think about those whenever I cross. I'll just cross that bridge when I get to it, and you'll get and later on you'll get to hear what I think about the Venom movies. Hoo-hoo, that's something to look forward to. So, that's, uh, with that out of the way, now we're here reviewing the third Spider-Man villain, who is... Probably the second most famous villain from Spider-Man's Rose Gallery, and that is Dr. Otto Octavius, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus, a.k.a. Doc Ock. Or as I like to call him, uh, or as I like to call him, uh, what's his name? Doc Octopus. I like to call him Doc Octopus. No one, that's not an actual nickname, I just came up with Doc Octopus by myself. So... Dr. Octopus is probably one of Spider-Man's most famous villains. And so basically he first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man issue number three, where basically Otto Octavius was a well-respected scientist who created these mechanical arms that went around his body. And he was trying to, cr- and he was trying to focus on radiation. And so what happened was it was an experiment gone wrong. And so, basically, what happened is the experiment went wrong. There was an explosion in his laboratory. And the waistline that his arms were attached to basically were welded to his body forever. Could not get it off. And so, he started to go a little crazy. And that's where he became the supervillain Dr. Octopus. Where he's basically just a mad scientist. Now, it's worth noting that a lot of Spider-Man's villains have the same origin templates. Like, for example... Some of his Spider-Man villains are good-hearted. The most famous one is that some of them are good-hearted scientist guys who want to who want to make scientific breakthroughs that experiment on themselves, and then it drives them mad. So, like Doctor Octopus, the Lizard, and Green Goblin are all examples of villains like with that motivation. Other times, it's wrong place, wrong time incidents, such as Electro, and there's other villains. I'm st- and there's other villains. Like that, and then other times it's it's criminals who get arrested and want revenge, like the Rhino, like the Shocker, or and like the Scorpion, and then they get powers, and then they get they are able to defeat, well, they will at least contend with Spider-Man. So that's the that's the thing with Spider-Man's villains, and Doctor Octopus falls into the category of good-hearted scientist guy who experiments on himself and then he turns evil. So, because like, he started out as like a normal, as a normal, well-respected scientist, and so and then he gets, and of course, radiation inf- affected him, welded the arms of his body, but also caused severe brain damage to where he wasn't exactly thinking quite straight, and so that's where he turned into the villain known as Doctor Octopus or Doc Ock, as some people call him. I prefer to call him Doctor Octopus. I like, I mean, I'm fine with the name Doc Ock, but I prefer, I just prefer Doctor Octopus. I think it sounds a lot more menacing. And 
so then of course then he holds so then he wakes up in, in, a, in a comic story he woke up in a hospital he held a hospital staff hostage spider-man came to came to his aid but he was able to easily defeat spider-man the first time then he took control doc Ock took control of, of a radiation facility to continue his lab research and then spider-man came in and defeat him with one punch to the jaw so that's the comic story there's been countless countless spider-man doc Ock stories like there's been a like doc Ock has dr octopus has had excuse me dr octopus has had a bunch of different stories like spider-man and him have fought many 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 times throughout the comics there's this one story where spider where peter parker was sick and he still tried to fight doc Ock, but he was un and doc Ock was able to take his mask off but falsely but it's just to see that because but because keep in mind in, in that story called unmasked by dr octopus peter parker was sick so he just assumed that peter parker had was pretending to be spider-man in that fight and so he just went off on a rampage trying to get the real spider-man to show up so then when peter parker got better and so you have to fight him again he just assumed that he was fighting the real spider-man hopefully that makes sense and then also doc ock is dr octopus is, is famous for assembling the sinister six which is basically six of spider-man's rose gallery coming together to take him out classic story from spider-man comics where the sinister six has come comes together it's the lineup has changed a lot over the years but the main lineup consists of dr octopus the vulture electro sandman craven the hunter and mysterio who all, all these villains i'll be covering it later okay, sandman is actually the next one so all, all these villains i will be covering at some point you might you might recognize their names most of them you might be might be recognizable but of course that lineup has changed but that's but that's like the core six that people that, that was in the original comic stories and dr octopus also at one point fell in love with aunt may and they almost got married at one point in the comics, which is a very fascinating story. And of course, Spider-Man stopped that because he doesn't want Dr. Octopus being his new dad uncle. And so, well, just uncle, that, was, that part was a joke. And so, and also, one of the more, and also another famous story that Dr. Octopus is a part of is called the Superior Spider-Man storyline, where Dr. Octopus is dying in his body. And then he goes to this, he uses this robot thing called the Living Brain, where he switches bodies with Spider-Man, which how it works is, Dr. Octopus's mind is in Spider-Man's body, and then Spider-Man's mind is in Dr. Octopus's dying body. So then, Spider-Man's constant, and Peter Parker's consciousness dies in Doc Ock's body, which made a whole bunch of people mad. And then, Octavius's consciousness is present inside of Spider-Man's body. Hopefully that makes sense. It's 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 comics, so it's confusing. So that's how it happened. So then, for a long period of time, Doc Ock's consciousness in Spider-Man's body went on to become the superior Spider-Man, believing himself to be a better hero than Peter Parker ever was, and going on to like the Spider-Man. He was a little bit more violent than Spider-Man was until eventually it got to the point where they brought Peter Parker, where they switched back at some point in the comics, and then after that, it gets complicated. So. Main gist of the story is basically it's a body swap storyline. Is Superior Spider-Man? It's actually a very interesting story. So basically, you basically oh, that's why a lot of people argue that Doctor Octopus is the true arch nemesis of Spider-Man because they fought countless times. The, he, the, of course, there's Superior Spider-Man story. The, he almost married Aunt May. He forms a Sinister Six. There's a lot of reasons to say. Dr. Octopus is Spider-Man's true nemesis, which I can see that. Dr. Octopus is very much one of Spider-Man's nemesis, but 
I still say the Green Goblin is Spider-Man's true arch nemesis, which we'll get to him later. But I still say that, I still say that Green Goblin is a bigger nemesis to Spider-Man. But Doctor Octopus is still very much a threat, a, a threat and a nemesis to Spider-Man because of those storylines that are super interesting that make him a, a very prominent threat to Spider-Man. Like he's definitely one of the more dangerous on the Spider-Man's right side, but. What is that thing about Doc Octopus? Of course, Doctor Octopus is a is probably one of the most classic Spider-Man villains out there. He's I think he's probably one of the most recognized. Other thing, I mean, Green Goblin is probably the most recognizable Spider-Man villain, but Doctor Octopus is definitely another recognizable classic Spider-Man villain. He definitely sticks out. He probably sticks out more than Vulture and Chameleon does because he's just Doctor Octopus and he's or just Doc or Doc Ock, and he's just very much sticks out you remember him he's definitely a very complex character well sort of like he has he's just he's just a mad he, he can be boiled down to in the comics he can be boiled down to a mad scientist but he's still a very interesting complex character because of all the stories he's been involved in but then also spider-man 2 which will co- i'm going to cover at some point because i love that movie uh they make dr octopus a lot more sympathetic because in the comics doc Ock is meant to be just a simple one note so to speak um, so one note mad scientist bad guy but that's basically the intent behind dr octopus even though he gets brain damage he's still you get spoiled it boils down to just being a one note villain which i actually do like that doc Ock, but i also do enjoy the sympathetic dr octopus where you feel for the character like what spider-man 2 did where the arms kind of take over his brain that's not how it works in the comics it's more doc Ock controlling it's more Otto octavius becoming evil because of, like, brain damage and then controlling the arms, not the arms controlling him. The movie changed that up because they wanted to be more, like, more sympathetic, which I do like the sympathetic Dr. Octopus, but sometimes I think it's fun for Dr. Octopus to be evil for the sake of being evil, evil mad scientist. It's just fun to see Spider-Man and him go at it. Like, the version from the Spider-Man the Animated Series is the pinnacle example for me of a of the mad scientist Dr. Octopus, where, it's, where he's just evil for the sake of being evil. That version of Dr. Octopus is entertaining, but the sympathetic version of Dr. Octopus, like from Spider-Man 2 and the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game, might I add, is also very compelling. So basically, basically, so basically in, in summary, there's two versions of Dr. Octopus. One, there's just a classic comics version where he's just a mad, evil, mad scientist. And then the other version is like the sympathetic, where you actually feel for him, like Spider-Man 2 and like this PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. Which I might actually review that too. So, basically, Dr. Octopus, of course, I love Dr. Octopus. I think he has some of the most. I would say that Dr. Octopus actually has some of the best Spider Man stories out of all the Spider Man villains. He has some of the best. Because, of course, like, Superior Spider Man is like a. That, like, he switched bodies with Spider Man. He took control of Spider Man's body for a brief time. That's a villain. Right there. Even though he was doing heroic things, that just proves he's a villain. And then. Also, he even comes close to marrying Aunt May in the comics at one point. That's very criminal for a guy like Dr. Octopus to do to Spider-Man. And I don't even th- I'm pretty sure he didn't even know who Spider-Man was. But then, like, Dr. Octopus, he's just a classic villain. Of course, he has the tentacle arms, which that is very much a classic part of Dr. Octopus, is the mechanical arms. He can't do Doc Ock without, he can't do Doc Ock without the arms. And then, of course, him and Spider-Man have had some of the best fights. And he's, I'd even say he's one of the best movie villains. I'm going to try and save my thoughts on him for whenever I cover Spider-Man. He doesn't, like, whenever it comes to these villains, I'm going to try and save what I think about the movie versions 
until I actually get to the movies, which I do illustrate you, they are coming. But I do, I do think that the movie, the Spider-Man 2 definitely did him justice. Alfred Molina is a fantastic Dr. Octopus. He is super good. That's all I'm going to say for him right now, but I'll save it for the rest. But I'm just saying, I do love, I do love Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus. And then, but Dr. Octopus, the character, I do think he's a great villain. I kind of tended to say he's probably the best Spider-Man villain, but there is one certain green, that, but Green Goblin, I think, edges him out by a little bit. Who will, We'll talk about Green Goblin later. Ooh, I'm excited for Green Goblin. And so, we'll talk about Green Goblin later, but I do think that Dr. Octopus is very much classic Spider-Man villain, very much a threat to him and can pose as a... a sinister threat and that's another thing i forgot to mention dr octopus is famous for rallying half a dozen of spider-man's villains to go against him which a lot of times that backfires because sometimes the villains will turn on each other but it works because that's how much of a genius he is because he because he's just a mad scientist i'm sure some people can say that he could be a little one note because he is just it's in the comics that he is a mad scientist but I find that Doc Ock entertaining. He don't think every I don't think every villain has to be sympathetic, but I do love the sympathetic Doctor Octopus. But I sometimes but sometimes I just want a evil mad scientist, evil for the sake of being evil, Doctor Octopus. And I get I do enjoy that version of Doctor Octopus. So all in all, a great, fantastic Spider-Man villain, classic, one of the best, probably if probably one of the best Spider-Man villains. He's definitely my second favorite Spider-Man villain. But Green Goblin, I think, edges him out by a little bit. And we'll talk about Green Goblin later. Ooh, I'm excited for the Green Goblin. So, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to like. No, not like. This is easy. Don't forget to please forget, forget to keep, keep listening to this podcast. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at the Spectacular Spider Nerd. And also be sure to be, also check out the Movie Majors podcast that I have with my brother Eli Hollingsworth. Be sure to also check out the X-Files podcast that I have with my friend Eli Spencer. Keep it in this podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out, webheads.